respectfully disagree hope everybody had a nice holiday man years blowing on by um today's episode man another fun episode um shout out to everybody that listened to the uh thanksgiving tips uh e and uh keith pulled up they jumped on the mic just to have fun talk about you know some of the different dishes and and how things are supposed to go with thanksgiving then I think it was maybe the night of or the day after or something. I don't even know. Come across Avery. Avery made a post and uh, I kind of felt some kind of way about that. So I invited Avery to the podcast. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the mic, sir. Well, you know, it's like my fifth, sixth, seventh time. I've been on enough. You know, so appreciate you having me come back. Um, but yeah, I am feeling a certain type of way. Because, you know, there's this thing about these, you know, these dishes and, and leftovers. Yeah. We, we got we to gotta hash this out. We got to hash this out. We, we, gotta, gotta, we, gotta, we definitely got to hash this out. So real quick, uh, for those that are listening, man, check this out. I'm going to go ahead and explain to some of y'all what I just had to tell my mama. Because some of y'all don't think you supposed to throw the leftovers away. At some point, the leftovers got an expiration date on them. It's a cap on the leftovers. You just can't keep eating them leftovers as long as you want to, man. Some of y'all might want to write this down because I'm going to give you the calendar and the itinerary for these leftovers. You cooked the food on Wednesday night. Thursday, you ate the food. Friday, that's when it was its best. Saturday, you're pushing it. Sunday, ain't no more leftovers, man. Monday, you're tripping. Tuesday, your ass getting worse if you still eating them leftovers. Wednesday, Hospital. Thursday, dead. That's just the bottom line for these leftovers. Because some of y'all think you can just eat the leftovers how long you want to eat them. It don't work like that with the leftovers, man. It's an expiration date on them leftovers. Keep them for a couple days and get them out your refrigerator. <laughs> so you hit us with the pliers, dog. Get the, get the leftovers out the refrigerator, man. And, that, and, and that's the Bible. That That is... <laughs> He broke it down for us all to let you guys know. He gave you the calendar and the itinerary. See, now, I can't talk with that lingo, that Florida lingo, but he gave you the calendar and the itinerary. So, you know, this is the time limit you have. <laughs> like, housing is so hard and difficult for people to understand. Now, okay, I will say this. I understand that some people do, you know, Thanksgiving food a little bit later in the day, or they do it a day after, you know, work and things like that. So, I understand. So we have to adjust the, the schedule, you know. But with that being said, majority of people ate Thanksgiving on, on Thursday. On Friday, you and I both know that's when the food hits the best. You, you wake up, you wake up in that morning, you're like, I don't even want no breakfast food. Oh, make me some ham, turkey, macaroni, cheese, if you got it. Because some people don't have leftovers. But my parents always cooked extra. Always cooked extra. So we had extra macaroni and cheese, all that stuff. So I always had a, a breakfast plate of <laughs> Thanksgiving food 
<laughs> a lunch, Thanksgiving food, dinner, Thanksgiving food. And, but after Saturday, A, I was tired of it, and B, it, it, it is starting to go bad. <laughs> you need to get rid of it. See, but man, that's, that's... you got some people go ahead. that just were, yeah, continually eating this food on Sunday. I've seen a couple plates on Monday, too. And I have an issue with that because it's like, hey, you're doing too much right now. You need to relax. You know, get you something else in your system. <laughs> Won't you eat some, eat, get you some greens? And I'm not talking about the greens they cook. I'm like greens, like go get you a, a smoothie. You know, <laughs> time to detox right now. <laughs> it's time to detox right now. You've been eating all this bad food. It's time to, you know, hit that gym up. <laughs> so you know what? I'll agree with you on, on, on the detox because I definitely could use a good detox. But when I saw your post and I listened to good old plies, you know what, what what's next. I disagree. Oh man, man there you go. Y'all speaking from a from a privileged perspective, man. That's, ah! that's a that's a luxury to uh not have to eat Thanksgiving leftovers for the next week. <laughs> so that's just something that I was accustomed to. And like you said, it hit better. The next two days after Thanksgiving. And for me, that's why I wanted to jump on this mic. Because no lie, I ate Thanksgiving food clear up till what? Wednesday? Oh my goodness. Yeah, by then, the kids and everybody else was eating their own thing. My wife was coming home. She was cooking and all that. But I was like, nah, we ain't letting this good stuff in and and sweet potatoes. We ain't letting none of that go to waste. Now, we did end up throwing out mac and cheese and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, that is, no, you're not throwing out no food at all. So, here's my question. And this, uh, this actually has to be something that you've done over the years, you know. So your your parents must have, you know, you've been doing this since you was a kid. Where you like, look, we gonna finish this food up. So is Wednesday the latest you've ever eaten, or has it been longer than that? I mean, you know, that's a good question. That's a real good question. I don't, I don't think it's going a full week, Thursday to Thursday, because by the end, I told you, that I'm, I'm a big dude. I've always been a big dude, so I was smashing from Thanksgiving clear on up. So we wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if anybody was going to eat it, it was definitely going to be me. (laughs) For real. For real. Now, I ain't a big turkey person like that. So to me, left warmed over turkey and all that, nah. Give me that ham, though. Because it got to the point where... My wife, you know what? Here, chop that ham up, throw it in an omelet. We we utilizing this, man. Thank you. Make sure you stretch. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I get my chips, my little kibbles and bits out there. I'm gonna make sure I get every little piece of this Thanksgiving ham. You We're gonna dang make right. lunches, dinners, breakfast. I understand it, but you 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 killing me. You really just said that you're not a how are you not a turkey fan? Like turkey, the turkey to me. Is the I understand people are like they love their sides. They love sides. Me, if it's cooked right, and it has to be cooked right, because everyone can't cook turkey right. But Facts. if it's cooked right, turkey is immaculate. I, I, I just, I just dark meat too. <laughs> and you know me, and you know me, you know you know where I'm at with it. <laughs> 
but that's, that's the only dark meat I mess with. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. You know how people are. I'm just playing. I love you, oh. sisters. I love my sisters. My, my, my black queen. I'm just joking on here in this podcast. I'm just having fun tonight. It, it, it ain't like that. I love all y'all. But yeah, yeah. turkey, dark meat. Nah, man. Like, Fire. And, and, and you're right, though, man. And like I said on the, on the last one, I was like, it's got to be cooked right. Like, I need my turkey to be juicy. I don't do all that dry dandruff turkey, dog. When they start flaking off and like, nah, it tastes like chalk on your tongue, man. I, I can't do it. Exactly. I'm good after about the first day and a half. I'm going to give turkey to at least Saturday. And then I'm, I'm cool. Saturday. On the turkey. turkey sandwiches and all that. See, I ain't even eating no turkey sandwich, dog. and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's I'm I'm real particular about that because I'm telling you, like, it don't hit the same. Shout out to my my brother in law, dog. He he deep fried a turkey this year, and when I tell you, man, that turkey was hitting on Thanksgiving, and I'm talking about oh, everybody yeah. was like, man, who did this turkey? Where the turkey? And then we brought something home. And then even after you warm it up, it's like, nah, it didn't hit the same. So I'm like, I'm I'm cool on the turkey. But as okay. far as, as dressing, sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes is is I'm not throwing them out, bro. I'm eating sweet potatoes till my till my <laughs> sugar go up, dog. I'm talking about till my ankles swell. I'm eating sweet potatoes, man. And shout out to my mother. Big mama, my arm. <laughs> <laughs> judge me i know how you are because you know every time i come up with some type of revelation you know this is only the second year i've ever had sweet potatoes Muff, this is mm-hmm. me being honest and 100 percent open with the entire audience last year was the first year i had sweet potatoes this year wow. was the first year i had sweet potato pie i saw your post. i love it no talk don't get me, me wrong talk to me about that sweet potato pie man dude my God, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Like that first bite, like it just like uh, the whole body just started shaking, and you know the endorphins start hitting. I was like, "Oh my God, is this is this what crack tastes like?" Yeah, yeah. I tell you, the episode of amazing. Jamie Foxx, I just like I've been binge watching Jamie Foxx on uh, HBO Max, and uh-huh. I don't know if you remember the episode where uh, Aunt Helen had the pies. Yes, I remember that. Nah, I swear. Put me in a room with sweet potato pie. I'm, I'm, that's me. Swear. Shout out I'm to that my way, mother-in-law because that's what I was getting ready to say a few minutes ago. She, she made me a sweet potato pie. Don't nobody in my house eat sweet potatoes. So I come home with the leftover sweet potatoes and a whole sweet potato pie to myself. Might be borderline mm-hmm. diabetic as we speak. <laughs> I'm just being honest, man. Cause I'm smashing. It'd be all that of way. It'd be that way. I was just like, like, man, go ahead, go ahead. But it's like the moment I'm at my dad's house for Thursday. You know, he did the traditional. He had the turkey, he had the ham. You know, macaroni and cheese. Um, they do a look. They do a, a twice baked potato casserole. That right there. With the bacon, the cheese, and the potatoes, and the sour cream. Amazing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again? I ain't never heard of that. Yeah! What? Okay, so 
this is something that we learned um, from our my grandmother. You know, she used to make spiked steak potatoes. But mm-hmm. what my dad do, he threw a spin on it. So instead of keeping, like, the potato skin, he just pulls everything. He pulls all the, the, the guts of the potato out, put it in a mixing bowl. And you mix your, you know, your, your, your sour cream and onions and chives. And you put it in, like, in a casserole pan. And then on the top of it, you put your meat, you know, your bacon, your cheese, your green onion. You put it in the oven. You cook it for about 20, 25 minutes. You take the, uh, the foil off, let it brown on the top. I'm telling you, amazing. Hey, gonna, I'm not eating. I don't. I don't. We don't just eat like mashed potatoes. Nah, that's how we eat our potatoes. Like that. I'm pulling up like Tupac on uh, what was that? Poetic I'm justice. You. <laughs> I'm telling you, cousin. Kid, folk. Yeah. <laughs> Come on through. Yeah. Come on through. I might yeah, even, you know, it, I, just in case I don't want to ruin no meal, I'm just gonna pull up and I'm gonna beep twice. You sneak up, <laughs> sneak me a little side plate out. Yeah. Well, they made my parents made more than enough. So if you want to come through, you can come through. Um, my mom, she does the same thing. I'll be honest with you. I would rather you come over to my mom's house because it's just her and she made so much damn food. Like she has to put stuff in the freezer. So, so, that, so, so, bro, that's 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 where I was going with all of this because I'm saying to myself, I'm like, dog. First of all, Thanksgiving. The kitchen is shut down by Wednesday afternoon. It ain't going to be no uh, cooked meals that ain't related Mm -hmm. to Thanksgiving by Wednesday. You got to fend for yourself. So Friday, the kitchen is definitely off limits. I'm not cooking nothing. Saturday, most people, you know, if they do their little Black Friday shopping or go out, you know, Thanksgiving parties and stuff like that, Saturdays is that chilled, laid back, sit around, watch some football, and then come Sunday, the kitchen might open again. But we ain't cooking a whole bunch of stuff. So, like, no lie. What was that? I want to say Sunday. I went down to Popeye's, got an eight-piece box, and had Thanksgiving size with it. No lie. And that's why I was like, by then, that's when the kids are kind of like, nah, we cool on this. I'm like, you know what? More for me, damn it. I'm eating Popeye's with, with, with dressing. With the Thanksgiving side. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, nah. but you know, we we big we big people, so we will, you know, we tend to do things like that. And I, I got another. Um, chalk that up to being big, dog. I, I grew up in you better cherish these moment circumstances, like. You better bring home some leftovers because you might go to bed hungry. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we eating this till it's gone. Oh, yeah. But that's how it was. Like, my mom had called me. So, we had dinner at her house on Wednesday, right? Because she got to work. She calls me on Friday, like, hey, there's still some leftovers up here. I need to come over and pick this up. I'm over like, oh, man. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. She said, you ain't got a choice. So I'm over on Saturday picking up leftovers. And I'm like, you know what? I got to make me something. So here's an- another omission what I did. I had a sandwich. I had it with turkey. It was ham. I had me some bread. And I had ran out of some cheese, right? So I, I put a little macaroni and cheese in my sandwich. Oh, yeah. You all the way ghetto then. I ain't never heard of that one. Uh, what's old buddy name from Subway, dog? Nah. Jared. 
Hey, bro, nah, nah. I'm, I'm, he touched my boys and my girls. You know what, you know, you're right, but, you're right. Throw him out. But, don't, yeah, don't but I, 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 did, uh, I, I did was really like, I don't know. I, I, try, I try to make up something new. Like, man, you know, this might work. It that's didn't it, work. It was it. good. But it's like, <laughs> I felt like bad afterwards. Like, man, I felt ashamed. Like, you know you better than this. Exactly. Just looking at myself in the mirror. Like, exactly. what do you think? And that's why, that's why when you when you said that, that detox, I was like, you know what, I'm on board with that because now nah, by Sunday it's like, all right, man, you in here bloated, farting, cleaning mm-hmm. out the whole house, like it's too much going on in in your belly. So I, I, Time to I get I, back I right. Get with that with that detox, man. But it was just like, dog, nah, like Friday, me and my wife we got up, went out, did a little Black Friday shopping. It was a few little items and stuff we had to pick up. She's like, man, I'm hungry. Let's go have some breakfast somewhere. We's over on the Indiana side. And uh, we pulled up at Denny's. And they only had like one server. Though. Like the line for Denny's was so long. Everybody just sitting there peed off, waiting. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> so then we was like, you know what? We ain't doing no wild eggs and nothing. I was like, man, we going home. I was like, we finna eat some of these leftovers, fam. Like, we not buying no breakfast. You eating turkey and dressing at 9 a.m. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's how it be, though. Like, you know, you just, what, what was it, just some spaghetti in there. Well, there's some turkey and ham in there. You say eat that turkey and ham. Ain't, Swear. Uh, Swear. It, it's just, and now that I'm older, I feel like I don't have to. Because when I was younger, I didn't have a choice. Like, you know, yeah. you're a kid. You got to eat what you, you know. But now I'm older. I can make those decisions. I feel bad throwing food out. I really do. But at the same time, you know, in back of my head, I hear plies, you know, <laughs> your ass get worms. <laughs> That's <what I'm> <laughs> 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 and, and I can just see it. Be, be my luck. I'm over here in the hospital with worms because I ain't eat this um, eight-day-old eight turkey in hand and, and macaroni and cheese. They ain't went bad, but, you know, I ain't trying to throw nothing away. But, nah, I'm cool. Right, right. Don't get rid of that. That's a, know, blessing, or That's a blessing. Or freeze it. That's a blessing. Yeah. You, you speaking or freeze from, a, it. from a privileged perspective. And it's like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We, we, I ain't, I ain't with that no more to where we got to eat it. But I've, I've just been so accustomed to it. I'm like, man, nah, we ain't throwing this away. Not oh, at yeah. all. That's just hidden. Not at all. So real That's, quick, man. That's just hidden, though. Yeah. Right, right. So great, great conversation. Now, I'm going to throw this curveball at you. Uh-oh. You can talk about it if you want to. If not, we'll leave it alone. The internet went crazy this week. And mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going on. I just so happened to be in, uh, I was at basketball practice. And when I got out of practice, uh, my notifications was going off in my little uh, family chat that I got with some of my cousins. And they was in there talking about a kitchen set. And I'm sitting there like, what? Like, what are y'all talking about? And he's like, would you buy your son a kitchen set? And I didn't know any other, you know, the context, the background, none of that. I haven't caught up with what they talking about. So my first response is, man, hell no, nah, I ain't buying my son no kitchen set. Like, what is wrong with y'all? So then all the dudes is like, see there, see there. And uh, the next day I get on social media and social media is going berserk about this. Should you buy your son a kitchen set deal? Now, did you see any of that? 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Hell, I was. I think I, I posted because um, <laughs> I posted a joke like, "Ah, y'all want to buy the kitchen set? Well, buy your buy your, your son the the bar set." Then <laughs> he had the little white kid. <laughs> We can't say what the little white kid said. It was mad, you know, a little racist, but, you know, I definitely seen that. Um, and I was on Twitter and it was, when it was happening in real time. Um, but. But honestly, like, once I sat down and started understanding what the big hoopla was about, it just made me question society as a whole. It's like, why are we talking about children's toys and correlating it to sexuality or sexual preferences? You know what I'm saying? Like gender roles. Yeah. And it's like, I have two daughters and a son. Now, quite naturally, my daughters have had kitchen sets. You know what I'm saying? The little grocery carts with the, with the uh, plastic fruits and vegetables and this and that. So when they all get to playing, of course, my son plays with them. You know, they sit yeah. act like they cooking and doing this and doing that. No big deal. But my take on it was if my son comes in and asks, will you buy me a kitchen set? And if I say to him, no, how does that make me a bad parent? It doesn't. I think that society, and when I say society, I believe it's this this new um, these new age. It is this new age stuff, man. These, these yeah, it's posts. like yeah, like they get on here and you know they want to. Every time something happens, they quit the judge. You know, and this if you do this way, you know you're you're a good parent. You're a bad parent. This is your this is your kid. This is your family. If you decide, like, no, I'm not buying them that, that's your decision. That does not make you a bad parent. That just, you know, this is what you feel is, is, is best. Now, if there's something a little bit more, you know, serious, like, I don't know, say if your kid asks for a gun, and, you know, then we might have a, because we're starting to see that, where parents are buying, you know, their kids' guns. And I'm the meanwhile, I mention this because I kind of want to take this to a different level with the teeth and crumbly, if you have time. Um, but yeah, I don't think that anyone who, you know, if you don't want to buy your kid a kitchen set, that's fine. You don't have to buy them a kitchen set. Um, in my opinion, and mind you, I don't have kids, so let's go ahead and let me get that out there right now. I don't have kids, so I might look at it a little differently than everyone else. But, um, I think as a father, it's your responsibility, um, to, um, you know, police and you do what's best for your, your children. And, and if you say no to that, that's your decision. It's not like you're you're preventing them from, you know, doing something that they are, that is a right or they're entitled to. You know, it's just, you know, you know I'm not buying that toy. How many times have our parents have told us no about toys that we didn't want? You know? Right. And, it, and that's it, what it I was going to say, though. Go it ahead, is go ahead. what it is. <clears throat> like, I've been plenty of times I've asked for toys and my mother said no. And it has nothing to do with, with gender issues. She just said, no, I'm not buying it for you. But, you know, the answer is no. I don't have to give you a reason why I'm not buying you. But, but, but nowadays, it, it seems like we have to explain why we're doing the things we're doing to our exactly, <laughs> to, to everyone else. Bro, exactly. Like how's that? It's just ridiculous. 
and and that's, that's what it. I was saying. I was like, like you don't even have to have kids to touch on this topic. I mean, you was once a kid, bro. Like we all know that at the end of the day, times have changed. Correct. Growing up, we always had toy guns, the little pop gun, the little with the little thing that went around and it made the little pop. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, even the little cheap little uh, gun kit that had the little sheriff badge and the little belt with the holster and all that. Like, that was just a, a typical toy go- growing up. Where now it's like, man, you buy your kid a gun. Oh my God, what are you teaching them? What it like? D- like, are are we that sensitive as a society? And then at the end of the day, going back to the kitchen set thing. People are like, man, what if your son wants to be a chef? What if he you 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 stripping them of that imagination? I'm like, bro, we're talking about five and six year olds. Like, okay, so if he asks for a baby doll, what is he trying to do? Tap into his fatherhood skills? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand it. And then on top of that, being a person who going through high school and stuff. I took home ed. It wasn't because I was uh, whatever society is trying to deem that as. At the end of the day, I just expressed that I've been a big dude all my life. So at the end of the day, I wanted them cooking skills. I wanted to learn how to do that because it's been plenty of times where my mom is like, man, I ain't cooking nothing. I'm going to bed. If you hungry and you don't want what I fix, you'll fix yourself something. So I had to learn <laughs> to go in there and whip things up. And not only that, I don't like to depend on other people. So I, I learned how to do laundry. I learned how to do all of that. So at any given moment in time, if it's something that I need, I don't have to depend on a woman to provide that for me. I can do exactly. that for myself. That ain't and got like, nothing to do with sexual preferences and things of that nature. And it's like, I don't even want to go down that road talking about homophobias and things of that nature but I'm saying these are what the conversations are twisting into. And I'm saying, why are we discussing this about children? These are grown adults trying to have conversations about identifying sexual preferences amongst children. That is dangerous to me. Like, why are we even it taking is. our minds there? Why are you taking it to that level? Why are you thinking this way? Why are you sexualizing something like a kitchen set? You know, exactly. and, and, it brings it back to the point where, you know, if you if you don't buy your kids this thing, you know, you, you're stifling their creation. Maybe they want to be a chef one day. So you mean to tell me that all these famous chefs all have these kitchen sets and that's the only way that they're going to make it? You mean to tell me God Fieri and, and Bobby Flay and, and, and um, what's that bitch's name? Ina, Ina, the, the barefoot contestant. I don't like her at all, by the way. But yeah, you mean to tell me they all had kitchen sets growing up? No, it's that's not true. So just you just stop with this, you know, this new age, you know, I don't want to call it like being woke, but yeah, it is to a certain extent. Like everything that you see is it, it, magnified and social media takes it to the, the, the nth level and it scrutinized if you think a certain type of way, it's, you know, it's and it's like, it, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not justifiable. You know, it, it, like, yeah, it is. It's ignorant. At all. And you know. it's like, I, I saw so many people who, man, their post was going 100 comments deep. People going back and forth arguing. And it's like, if somebody says, I'm not going to buy my son a kitchen set, I'll buy him a barbecue grill. 
oh, that's so wrong. Why are you trying to, like, the gender roles, it shouldn't matter if he wants a kitchen set and this and that. But it's like, and then as they grow up and get older, then they're going to get penalized for not possessing what society has deemed uh, qualities of a real man, being able to fix a flat tire or go outside and check the oil and cut the grass and this and that. So it's like, where do you draw the line? Like you tell our men that you need to be in, in their son's lives and help turn them into young men. But then when they try to do it, you tell them that they're being sexist or your, your homophobia is kicking in because you don't want your son to appear to be soft or whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm trying to word this correctly. So I, I don't pee no people I off, but it's like, come on, like, man, you can't have it both ways. You can't tell me that I need to instill masculinity into my son, but then also tell him to what <laughs> tap into his inner, uh, nurturing, whatever, like, and that don't even necessarily equate to that just because a child plays with a kitchen set. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's, it's just, just it's, it's difficult, especially because you got, you know, you have kids and it's like, you actually are seeing it right then there in your face. Uh, I don't, but I can, I can, I can hear the first, I can see the frustration and it's like, you know, it's that, 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 uh, that, that mentality, that game mentality is, you know, if you're on the outside, if your opinion differs, they're all going to jump on you. They're going to flame you, bro, just for, just for being yourself. And, you know, and it's, and it's one thing if it's something that, that we know universally is wrong, you know, like racism and and sexism and all that stuff, you know, And, and we, and we see how people get on social media and they make posts that's mean, that's deemed transphobic or, you know, um, sexist, racist, all that stuff, you know, but these politicians, that's one thing. Then it's another thing to attack someone for making uh, a decision with their family, and there's no right or wrong answer. It's just their personal, you know, right. personal belief about it. You know? right. and, and that's it. That's the part that we, we really need to sit back and, like, look, we have to all reevaluate ourselves because we're not perfect at all. And for for someone to go and get go get all upset over something like a kitchen set <laughs> over something over a hypothetical question that is because like, that's the that's, that's the biggest it, thing, dog. It's like this ain't even real. Like and people are upset. It's it's crazy, man. It's crazy, and you know I'm I'm all for debates and going back and forth, but it's just like at this point, man. It's almost like, man, you'll you'll drive yourself crazy going back and forth with people on the internet. It took me a long time to Mm -hmm. get to this point. Because I would be that person that I'll sit down and go back and forth all day long. I I used to be like that. I used to. And then I've learned, like, especially on Twitter. Because you know how Twitter is. I mean, I know (laughs) know you haven't been active, active, but Twitter, man, because Twitter is a lot more, it's not as censored, so you can say a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people will just go and say just about anything and, you know, they'll try to get racial and call you the N-word, try to get under your skin. That doesn't affect me. When I, I feel like when you start cursing at me and, and you know, trying to talk about me, uh, insult me, that means that, A, you have nothing more to bring to the table to the argument, and B, obviously I got you rattled because you're upset. Right. <laughs> so I've already won, right. you know? But 
it's just it's just it's just crazy how to see the um, how social media is really um, gone on a decline um, yeah, in the man, it's years. Just, it, it is. It's not it the is, same. It is made people just look like complete idiots from every angle possible. And I'm like, honestly, like I can use myself because I actually can see it from both sides. I told you that I, I took the home at cooking, sewing. We had to make our own boxes and all that. But then um, I don't know if y'all had it in high school, the little class where you had to take the baby home. You know what I'm talking about? I went to public high school, man. We uh, was in JCP. I didn't have all that. <laughs> so, so, but but you've seen it like on TV and TV yeah, shows yeah, and absolutely. stuff before. So I I literally had to go through that. Like every week, they picked the student whatever particular day you had to take the doll home, and the doll would cry in the middle of the night, and you'd have to get up, and it's all recorded. So when you turn it back in the next day, the teacher could see how long the baby cried how often it cried and all that. And that's how you got your grade. So imagine me coming home with this doll. And then my pops is like, man, what the hell is that? So I know what it's like to be viewed from a different light because it's kind of like, wait a minute, man, my son at home with a damn baby doll. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it was an awkward thing. But at the end of the day, I was in that class. That was just part of one of the assignments. But it's like, now that I have my own kids, I learned something from it. It taught me how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, uh, this is a person that's depending on you. You have to get up no matter how tired you are. They can't do for themselves. It requires you to make that sacrifice of whatever little sleep you was trying to get to get up and care for them. So it's like, I get what people are trying to say, like, Hey, allow these kids to have an imagination playing with a kitchen set and this and that will just help them. Hey, one day they might want to cook or do whatever. But then on the same token, it's like, you don't want your kid to not have any kind of masculine traits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I say here, son, here goes some dump trucks, go outside and play in the mud. Then, I would expect my son to go do that. But it's just, it's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah, it is. And it's, it, it, I feel like it, this is just one of many, um, these, these little social media think pieces that come around every, I feel like it happens once a month. They have <laughs> some type of, uh, nonsense. Situation right. There. Yeah. So, but there, you mentioned about, you know, your son and, you know, the dump trucks and stuff. I, I want to know if you have any opinions about um, the, the Ethan Crumbly, the Crumbly situation. Um, I want to see if you are aware of that. You, I mean, the, the Oxford, the, the, the that situation with the school, the kids. I don't know the, all the details. So that's something okay. that you might have to enlighten me on. This is the one well, where I, the parents... Uh, disappeared or were on the run. They just called him like yesterday or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like all right. So, um, Ethan Crumbly is the, the the school shooter, and you know what's crazy about that more than anything? It's the fact that it came and like it used to be when we had like 
active shooters, ca- mass casualty events like this, this will be the top story. Nothing else would matter. Everywhere. And it came. Move. Yeah. And now it's like we're so numb to this. We it's see this happen day. daily. Yep. Yeah. So, but what's different about this case and why this case is actually so, um, it's, it's crazy because actually this is the first time that I can see where the parents were actually charged with involuntary manslaughter because the, this individual, Ethan Crumbly, got the weapon from them. And because of their gross negligence, he was allowed to, well, he was able to, you know, kill three people. And what's crazy, and I don't know how true this is, so if you guys can fact check me later, that's fine. Um, but I did see this on Twitter. You know, Twitter, you know, they they, 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 they tell them some facts sometimes. <laughs> they, be, they be actual facts. Apparently, the parents got a lawyer. Ethan has a public defender. So mm. I guess they I guess they feel like his case is open and shut. There's nothing they can do about that. He, he, he was caught red-handed. And I guess they feel all their money needs to go into saving them. Oh, wow. But, yeah. But it's just, it goes to show you that um, I think us as a society and how we raise our children. Um, it matters. I guess it truly does. Because um, the Rittenhouse, the Kyle Rittenhouse, he's another one, you know, and he was found to be not guilty. And he was crying those crocodile tears and all that stuff. And, and, you know, but at the end of the day, he should have never been in that situation in the first place. As a father, you, in my opinion, and I don't think too many people will disagree with me, but that person, Kyle, should have never been even allowed to be downtown in that situation. This is where adults are at, where this is a live, um, this is a high-intense, um, stressful event. Right, right. Exactly. You know, why is this, this, he's not even an adult. Why is this kid in this, uh, a high intense environment? And why is he enforced to have to, you know, why does he have a gun? And then why is he forced to have to use that gun? He should be at home playing Fortnite or, or, or at home playing Madden. He should be at home preparing for school for the next day. Granted, they were probably it was during the pandemic, but still, he should be doing uh, at home learning. He shouldn't be out trying to protect no no business or anything like that. Exactly. So Being his parents failed him. Uh... Yeah, his parents failed him, and then Ethan Crumbly's parents failed him because he, this man, this young, this young, this young man. Well, he, they tried him as a adult anyway, but this young, this young guy clearly is not right in the head. He he murdered three people. That's more that's injured, and it, it's all these cases. This shit is avoidable, you know. It, it is. It's avoidable if you actually but, pay attention to what's going on in your kids' lives, man. Every you know, but they they don't. Up. As soon as they get in the car, how was school today? What y'all learn? Blah blah blah. Oh, my friend, this my friend that. Like I'm asking them questions as soon as they get in the car. And it's like, I pay attention to their likes, dislikes. And we just had the, I know this is kind of off topic, but then again, it's not. I know we just had the three, six bone versus battle. And as much as I love three, six mafia and listen to that type of music, you'll never hear me playing it around my kids. Mm-hmm. Even when we're in the car, we're listening to the radio. When certain songs come on, 
I turn it off. Exactly. I don't play Cardi B or none of that around my kids. I don't play no hardcore crazy music around my kids. Now, when they're out of my sight, I don't have no control over what they listen to or, you know what I'm saying, what they see. I, I hope it ain't too bad. But at the end of the day, I have realized that my kids know what cuss words are. I've, yeah. I've, you know, I've, I've slipped up every now and then. I'm not going to, you know, play like the perfect parent or nothing like that. So they know what cuss words are when they hear them. But at the end of the day, I try to police what I expose my children to. So it's like going back to the topic of what you're talking about is like, that's one of the reasons why I'm afraid to bring a gun inside my walls. As much as I feel like I need one in, in order to protect my family, just in case somebody builds up the courage to do something ignorant, which I hope that day never comes. But it's like for me to even have to sit down and contemplate that, I feel like that in its own self is just crazy. But out of fear that my young children would get curious and stumble across it or do something, I don't even want to know what that feeling would be like. I understand completely. I understand completely. But then you got these fam- these parents who surround will them with guns. <laughs> openly and, and, and surround them with guns and, you know, show them how to use guns. And like the Sandy Hook shooter, you know, his mother took his kid, it took this guy, Adam Lanza. He took him to um, gun ranges and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you and knowing that he had some behavior issues, you know, and she was his first victim. He, well, he was she was his first victim. His own mother. You train this man how to shoot guns and things like that, and look how that backfired on. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's this crazy. Crum- and shout yeah, out to my crum- friend. Um, real quick, shout out to my friend Rachel. Me and her actually did an episode on this podcast about gun control, gun laws, and she expressed how she always grew up around guns. She learned at an early age how to shoot, go to the gun range and things like that. And she actually, you know, grew up, she joined the service. She actually, you know, she loves firearms. So, you know, she might have a difference of opinion on that being that she grew up around guns. So there, you know what I'm saying? There is a positive and a negative to that, but it's just like, I honestly, I can't picture myself subjecting my children to that. Because if they grow up or somebody pisses them off, then they already know how to use it. We all kind of get a out of body experience. If somebody pushes that wrong button, you know what I'm saying? And then before you know it, you make some stupid decision that you'll never be able to take back. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy, man. It is crazy. It's, Go ahead, it's, just, it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. And, you know, it's just, we got, we got so much going on. Um, I know this, this podcast was originally supposed to be um, about, you know, Thanksgiving and. and nah, uh, you uh, good. Uh, you good. I needed But yeah, I, I did want, I just, it's been on my mind because it's like every day it's something new. Every and single like, day. Every day it's like you just shake your head like, you know, nothing ever ceases to amaze you, you know. We got this Omarion, excuse me, Omicron, whatever it's called, the new variant out. <laughs> you know, we got, we got the B2K variant out. You know, it's it, it just, it, you have that, you got 
individuals don't want to get vaccinated. You got busy bone going crazy and making us life skins look bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just insane. You know, it's just a lot. It's, just, it's very hard to stay above water sometimes. It really but is, man. with that being said, um, you know, having friends, family like yourself, you know, being able to come on here, being able just to, you know, the fellowship and, and, and you know, talk and, you know, hang out that it, 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 it helps out tremendously. That's what and it's all it, about, it, man. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, I do appreciate you having me on here. Uh, as always, anytime you need me, just give me a call. I'll hop on this, hop on this thing real quick with you and we can discuss, um, whatever. I do, I do want to say this though. E, we gotta do one. Me, you, and E gotta do one. We gotta do one. We got, we gotta have an updated, uh, we gotta do one about chicken. Cause I feel like we, we, we this is some things for change. And then we gotta have an updated drink. I have got an updated drink podcast. We can't do just sodas. We gotta do drinks like all together. Oh man, you know yeah. what? I owe you an apology. Yeah. I owe you an apology. You before you get off, before you get off, I owe you an apology. So I'm at the store one day. This is some months ago. And I wanted something to drink. They didn't have anything. So I got the little uh the little twelve ounce, it's like a little eight pack of Fanta. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The little small bottle. I got the orange joint and the strawberry. Mm-hmm. And I had them joints sitting in the fridge down here in the basement. And man, that thing was so cold. And I threw that orange back. Mm-hmm. Oh man! <laughs> I told you, man. I told you. I'm I glad. Did. I'm glad you're an adult. You can admit when you have a wrong. You know, you are taking accountability for that, and you, you know, you have made, you know, seen the error in your way because Phantom it can't be beat, man. I ain't gonna put it ahead of Crush yet, but like real ah! talk. Look, look, real talk. I know you said strawberry was up there for you. Now, I had a strawberry fan for breakfast this morning. Now. I had bacon and <laughs> eggs and washed that down with a strawberry fan. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Knowing I ain't supposed to be life. drinking no sodas, man. Knowing it I ain't supposed life. to. So I, I definitely yeah. owe you an apology, man, for real. Well, I appreciate that. I'm glad you came out here on your podcast. You let everyone know that, you know, you apologize for this. Right. So, so I'll going be honest back. With you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't apologize to you. I get this myself. <laughs> <laughs> I try I'm, to not, be, I'm taking that to the grave. I try to be honest with myself and, and with the people, man, at all times, man. So going back to what you were saying, real quick, man, with E and all that, man, we we definitely need to make that happen because what I'm getting ready to do, we're getting close to the 100th episode of this podcast, and by this being the month of December. I don't know if you got Spotify or not, but they, you know, roll around uh, your top playlist, top songs and stuff of the year. And they give you all these analytics for music, your listeners and stuff like that. So I was checking the numbers for the podcast. And thus far, I've had almost 10,000 plays. That's from SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple and Google. So oh, man. that kind of blew me out of my seat when I saw it because I never checked the numbers. I tell people it's like, I'm not doing this for money, I'm not doing it trying to, you know, there's no motive behind it other than just 
something to do, give people something to listen to, just kind of entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not looking exactly. to just, capitalize just from do the hobby of yours. Right. It's a hobby. And, you know, it gives people an opportunity to get on here and, you know, invent, invent and, and learn right. something and, and talk that trash. Cause I'm glad you didn't say anything because you, we, we're currently playing each other in the um, flat you know, fantasy football and I'm look, losing. I'm look, I don't even want to talk about it, man. I lost five <laughs> weeks in a row. I just knew I was going to get in the playoffs, and man, it. Uh, I don't even care. Well, you take me out. So. <laughs> it hurts. So it hurts. What I was saying was, it's like you know, I'm checking the numbers, and I'm like, dang, like you know, what I'm saying, like people are actually clicking on it. People are listening to it. I had plays in South Africa. Uh, Germany, you know what I'm saying? And oh, man. I, I tell people all the time, man, the hashtags and stuff are important because you never know who's going to click on it. So I'm just trying to push it out there. Right now I'm doing the hoodies, but by the 100th episode, I'm hoping to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to start recording these and putting up video content so therefore people can put a face with the name and then like you said if we come in have a little uh eating episode where we judging the the canes and the zaxby's and all that then people can actually see us taste testing and having fun with it you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely so that's that's the next step so like i said this is like episode 81 82 or something by episode 100 the goal is video so definitely appreciate your time, man. Appreciate everybody that's listening. Appreciate those that copped a hoodie, getting them sent out, been delivering them. Tell me where you want it. I'll bring it to you. If you need it in the mail, I'll get it in the mail. Definitely appreciate it. And we out. All right. Thanks for having me, man. No problem, bro. Ass toasted. Yeah. No competition. I'm Nisha Toasted. Yeah. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. I'm Nisha Toasted. I feel so live. And I know why. That I can't deny. I'm Nisha Toasted. Goody, fine wine. Fools, mock liquor. Wish me I'm high class.